Welcome to The Other Day, the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, like always, Claire J. And I'm Ayana Monet. And we are back with another episode today. Welcome back. We missed y'all from last week. It was such a long time. (laughs) It did feel like a very long week. It did, man. 2020 has been like five years, okay? And so every week has just felt like five years. But we're glad that you're back, and I know last week was a pretty intense, pretty heavy episode, so if you made it to the end, uh, we thank you for listening to our stories. It was definitely um, a little bit challenging to kind of rethink and have those feelings and how we felt at that time resurface, but um, we hope that it was helpful to those that needed to hear it, who um, just kind of weren't ready for... mm, kind of weren't they didn't know that they needed to hear that and so we are thankful for those that listen we're thankful for the help that that gave whoever needed that little extra push of courage during a an interesting time of such as those so yeah i mean yeah i mean it was heavy and even just listening to it back i think for me, I just, I really value the feedback that we've gotten. I appreciate you all, again, for coming on this journey with us. Again, today's going to be a lighter episode, <laughs> um, so we're going to go way back again, except this time... Back into time. <laughs> <laughs> this time, we're discussing our hair journeys, um, and yeah, let's just see how we got here mm-hmm. and where we are now. Yeah. Do we have hair? <laughs> Are we bald headed Betty's out here? You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I love me a nice shaved head. I know you do. Uh, <laughs> I do. So we're just gonna go ahead and hop into this episode. Um, so, like Ayanna said, we are gonna talk about our hair. And I, my mom always said that when I was born, I was born with needle straight black hair. I had me a nice little bob. Y'all know that little meme where that man got that bob on? That was me when I was first born. And then <laughs> all my hair fell out. And Claire J was bald until I was about two years old. I was just out here just being cute, bald. It bothered everybody but my parents. They were like, when her hair grows, it'll come in. They were so unconcerned. <laughs> and when it came in, it came. And it said, we're here. And it just was growing like wildfire for me anyways. Mm-hmm. How was your childhood? I think for me, my mom always talks about like how I was born with a head full of hair. Mm-hmm. I've always had very thick hair. I got a big head. <laughs> I got a lot of hair to cover that head. <laughs> so that's just how it was. My yeah. mom, I was her first child and a girl at that. So she treated me like a baby doll. She was mm-hmm. constantly doing something with my hair, putting little bows on it. Um, Hair was a big deal. 
in my family. Mm -hmm. And I think growing up in the South and having a lot of just my upbringing be about appearance, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it just was, you know? Um, And hair hair was a big deal who had it who didn't who had good hair who had bad hair and I always found the good hair category you know quote unquote good hair category right um so I think up until yeah about age four I had natural hair untouched no relaxers or perms or anything like that um and then around that age my mom decided to start relaxing my hair as well as my sister's just because she was really struggling to keep up with two young girls hair um and it was just her so she did what she did she did she had to do yeah to make it manageable yeah I think for me I don't know when my mom relaxed or did anything with my sister's hair because I have two older sisters that were they're six years older than me and so she did a lot more with their hair and then I think she felt like it ruined their hair and so when it got to me she did a lot less and so I had natural hair until I was about 12 and I think that had to be with the influence of my dad because he wanted to make sure that I had choice with a lot of things that happened to myself Uh, specifically like when young babies get their ears pierced my dad despises that he hates that because he doesn't like seeing them babies crying there and he wanted me to be able to decide if I wanted to have my ears pierced and so I didn't have my ears pierced all on the same day I got my ears pierced when I was 12 and I got my first just for me shout out to just for me (laughs) Uh, I got my first just for me relaxer yes with a little cute girl with her ball on her head but anyways but I got my first just for me when I was 12 and I've I I was excited because I was terrible with trying to get my hair done as a kid. Like, I would hide from my mama. I acted a whole fool. I showed my whole behind. And then she would take me to a hairstylist, and I acted a whole behind. And they were like, don't bring this little girl back in here. And so my mom, by 12, she was like, look, she did not want to relax my hair. But she was like, you are too grown to be acting like this. So this is my only solution right now and that's what we're gonna do so but she made Mm -hmm. sure I wanted to do that Mm -hmm. and I agreed but she just really didn't she just really wanted me to have some sense but (laughs) I didn't (laughs) since you weren't gonna have any sense I guess you're gonna get this relaxed yeah so that's when I got my hair relaxed and I was relaxed until college um, I would say, how old are you in college? Like 20, mm-hmm. 19, Between 18 and 20. Yeah, that's when I had decided to, I went to college and as mm. we've discussed, we were in a fairly predominantly white town. So I didn't know where I was going to get my hair done. Like I, that wasn't, I didn't even think about that before going to college, but I got there and I was like, oh. Your choices are fantastic Sam's. Yes, or like, yeah, great clips. And Walmart. Yeah, and well, for me, I grew up in a small, predominantly white town anyway, so we went to the town over, and we went to Fantastic Sam's to get our hair done, but it it had, um, 
the lady that we went to, she was black. And there was a few other people of color in there too. So it's like we still went to Fantastic Sands, but we knew what the experience was going to be. Because we would go to like black-owned beauty shops. My mom, my mom hated spending her whole Saturday there. Yeah. She could not stand it. Because you go in there and they start doing everybody's hair at the same time. And then they got to have lunch. And then the kids come in and whatever have you. You're, You're there, there all for day. six freaking hours. Yes. And so my mom hated that. So she was like, if I go to Fantastic fantastic sam's you either have to make an appointment or there's like a time slot they do one head at a time and you're in and out so knowing that there was a black girl there and then she knew she had to be on schedule my mom's like i think i don't care fantastic sam's sure (laughs) and so when i got to school and there was a fantastic sam that didn't really phase me because i was used to doing that but then when i went in there and it was a whole bunch of uh people that didn't look like me i was like this may be a problem and it turned out to be a problem. It was a pro- Houston. We had a problem. Um, they did not know what they were doing. No, at all. And at that time, I was like, I think I started to go on my natural hair journey. It was something that I always wanted to do. Um, I always wanted to be a bald-headed Betty. I really did. That was... Um, I had this lady in my life um, that worked with my dad, and she had the most beautiful shaped head. It was cut short, and she rocked that thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want that. And also, um, growing up, my mom cut all her hair off too. And we have, like I kind of Yana said, we have fairly long hair, so good hair, as people want to say. Um, and so, I but my mom cut all her hair off, which was challenging for her to even find somebody to cut her hair off for her because the beauty shops would not cut her hair. And so she had to go to a barbershop and he was like, you want to cut your hair off? All right, like, fine. And so I that wasn't an issue with me wanting to cut my hair off. So I was like, okay, I don't have anybody to do my hair. So Let's I'm just going to go on this journey. That's what I'm, that's what kind of what started me. So my freshman year, um, I just started to not get relaxers unless I went home. And I would get my hair done. But from me going home to, or from school to home was coming becoming less and less. And so I was like, well, I'm just going, we ain't getting relaxed no more. I've just made the executive decision. And that was like junior year. Yeah. So like 20. Yeah. You finally said, okay, I'm going to just transition. Yeah. You transitioned for a few months. Mm-hmm. And then you had that little... I had a bob. You had that little bob. So cute. Again, back to my, my that meme. That was me. Uh, but yeah, I think, I want to say my freshman year, I just was straightening myself, but I wasn't getting a relaxer. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to straighten the, you know, the root pieces that mm-hmm. was coming through. And then finally, junior year, I, I started to cut, cut it out a little bit because I was just like, this is, I don't like how this looks. Mm-hmm. And then... I think it was like my junior to senior year of college. I was like, ah, I'm cutting all my hair off. I just, I woke up one day, one summer I was at home. My parents were living in Cleveland at the time. And I was like, I think I'm gonna cut my hair off today. And me and my sister, we took one last picture. And I don't even think I knew I was gonna do that before I even went to the, the beauty shop. But I saw a picture right before we went in. And I was like, I think that's, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna cut my hair off. And I did. And... I came back to the apartment we were staying at. My parents had no reaction at all. Like, I had no hair. And my mom was like, okay. And they just went on with their day. Like, no one cared. That would never happen at home. <laughs> <laughs> like, hair to them was just hair. Like, they've never made a big fuss about it. Because it's like, you have it. 
and if you don't have it, there's solutions if you want to have it. So my parents were just like, I don't, I don't really care. You could do what you please mm-hmm. with your hair. Yeah, no. I think for me, for a long time growing up, like, my hair was a huge part of, like, people knowing me, I guess. Mm. I don't know. Like, it was, it was yeah. a huge deal. And, like, to the point that, like, other girls would, like, put gum in my hair and try mm. and cut my hair at school. Like, oh. it was bad. Like, yeah. they hated me. Because I had hair. (laughs) And it was just bad. And I think I was about 13 when my mom let me get my first little, my little streaks, my little highlights, Mm -hmm. got my little honey blonde. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I really just don't like my natural hair color. It looks like dirt to me. Like, I'm like, it's just not, it's like a sandy brown Mm -hmm. that's just not that cute to me. Um, And so she let us get dye for the first time. I think we're about 12. And my grandma, you would have thought. She let us get our tongues pierced. Like my grandma threw <laughs> yeah. a my grandma threw a fit like the world has never seen. But up until that point, I I feel like I was known for having like long, really thick hair. Like getting my hair done was always a struggle. Mm-hmm. Either whether my mom did it or someone else did it. And when my mom was doing it all the time, it was like I'm going to have to get this hot comb. I'm going to have to get these straight to the backs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get these crochet braids. Something. Like, she was yeah. always doing Protective something. style. Yeah, a lot of protective styles. Mm-hmm. Because, and usually Sundays were the days, like, we have family dinner. We yeah. watch Lifetime movies. You're getting your hair done. Yeah, that was ours, too. That's when I would hide all day long. Literally. And I didn't hide because I liked, mm-hmm. I liked getting my hair done. I loved my hair. And it was the thing. I was just, I guess I just got, I was vain, I guess, and mm-hmm. didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Because... It was just part of yeah. how I was, it was a part of my identity. It's how they socialized me and they yeah. led me to believe like I was beautiful because I had nice hair, yeah. you know? And if I didn't have nice hair, then you're not as beautiful. Yeah. If your hair's not manageable, then you're not as beautiful, yeah. you know? And so it was, and I, I recognized that even as a child, like that was a huge thing to me. Yeah. I think my hair was like maybe like what would be considered bra strap length and it was like super thick like Mm -hmm. it would not hold a curl um and so it was always really frizzy it never laid straight I always wanted the like nice blowouts I saw other people getting that was a dream that was never happening for me yeah um and so yeah I was just that kid who had a big head and a lot of hair (laughs) um who was really really short (laughs) yeah um and I was just kind of known yeah for that and then when I got to college um I mean, a lot of things have. Let's backtrack a little bit. A lot of things happened to my hair between yeah. twelve and college because my hair has been. She's laughing because my hair has been through it. Uh, and honestly, I might just have to post a photo montage one day of all the horrible hair decisions I've made. Some of them influenced by Claire. So she's laughing. But she part of the problem because she's that person that will like know your shit don't look good, but then be like, yeah. "Oh, it's all right." Here's my problem. I in college, I was still trying to find my voice, and I didn't know how to tell my friend. I, I that ain't it. Yeah, I wasn't there yet, and so I was just like, uh, "Okay, girl, <laughs> yeah, yes." But proceed. But yes, and so I think I did. I never had like any sort of like sewing, mm-hmm. um, but I had yeah. had like crochets and other braided styles. And then in high school, 
was the first time my mom let me get a sew-in. Um, pretty much all growing up from age 12 till, I mean, I left home, we had a beautician. No matter where we lived, like, we had a beautician. And it was usually someone my mom was close friends with. And so, growing like, growing up, Valerie would come to our house. Like, mm-hmm. her kids hung out with us. Like, they would, have like, have sleepover. Like, so, she was a part of our, my hairstylist was a part of my family, yeah, right? Yeah. And then when we moved to Louisville, my godmother is a beautician. Mm. And so, she, again, she's part of our family. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but she... Did not treat me like family because when I told her I wanted highlights, instead of telling me no, she gave them to me. And then I was blonde. Mm-hmm. I was blonde and my hair was stressed out and my hair fell out. Mm-hmm. And then I had to get the Rihanna Bob circa 09. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> a freshman in high school. I got a bob, you know, had it shaved down in the back. My hair honestly grew out really, really fast, um, and so the bob didn't last long. Um, I had this reddish-orange color situation happening, a sienna brown situation. That was I remember the demi-dye color because I had it for years. Um, and I really loved the color. That was like my... I remember loving my hair so much at that time. Um, it grew out by sophomore year. That's when I started like experimenting with weaves, things like that. Um, and then I didn't touch it for like a really long time. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think about my hair. Um, I wasn't really in school anymore. I wasn't really hanging out with people. Yeah. So like it didn't matter how I looked because I wasn't around anyone. Yeah. Um, and then I got to college and slowly over the years, my hair had gotten shorter and shorter and there was more breakage pretty much for the moment. Like I started coloring my hair was the, like when it was like, girl, stop. Mm-hmm. It stopped cooperating with me the moment I started coloring it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that was just, it was downhill from there. Yeah. And I had, I had, I've had all the colors and all the things since yeah. then. Um, pretty much by 2013, all my hair was broke off and uneven. <laughs> <laughs> like, your hair's uneven, you're dusty. That was me in college. Just welcome to the hot mess express that I was. Like, one side of my hair wouldn't even lay down. It just stuck straight out. <laughs> like, it was terrible um and so i finally stopped getting relaxers in 2013 Mm -hmm. but i didn't go natural until the following year Mm -hmm. so 2014 um that's when i did my big chop and i had a little baby a little twa a little little baby afro and she was real cute she was cute had my little headband situation all the time i had a headband on she did i was not comfortable with it Mm -hmm. and I mean, I really would have thought my mom was going to poop a cow. Like, she, I mean, she freaked out more when I cut my hair than when I got a nose ring. Like, mm. she lost it. Yeah. Well, I think for me, I, I didn't, with my family in Mississippi, I only saw them every, whenever we went down there, which wasn't very often. So, I knew from what my mom would tell me, my grandma, her mother, was very upset with long hair. Because she had long hair. And um, my mom had long hair. I had long hair. My sister's. They're not bald-headed, but their hair isn't as long as ours. So you could pick out the people in the family who had the quote-unquote good hair. And so it was a big deal to my grandmother, but it didn't carry over to my mom. So that's when she cut her hair off. And so it just didn't really 
matter but I knew when when I cut my hair off the only thing my mom did say which it, it didn't phase her but she was like oh your grandma I'm rolling over in her grave right now because she didn't like that and when before my grandmother passed um, she hit her head somehow and they had to shave one side of her hair to do some sort of like something with her head it was a surgery of some sort and at that time, like before that surgery, my grandmother was about to be on her deathbed and she probably would rather have taken that than shave her hair. And mm. she was so mm-hmm. devastated that she had to shave her hair off. Mm-hmm. And I guess I never really thought about it till thinking about it now. But yeah, so they were definitely obsessed with having the hair. Um, and I think they, they like to say that we have some, I haven't done the, the tracing, but we have some sort of Indian in our family because my grandmother was very fair skinned and they always say that her mom mm-hmm. her mom was like a white woman but everybody if you're not black you white so white to them probably was some sort of Indian Native, yeah, Native, Native American mm-hmm. um but I don't know I haven't done the ancestry so I think that's kind of same thing happens on my mom's side of the family yeah like everybody says that so who mm-hmm. really knows um because I mean we're all up and through there you yeah. know and Which, so there's been so much yeah. just like, you know, yeah. um, and that's a lot. I feel like a lot of the way that my mom felt about like us taking care of our hair mm-hmm. and like she didn't, she wouldn't let anyone touch our hair until we were like preteens. Mm-hmm. Like she was the only person that ever touched our hair Yeah. and she really cared for it and cultivated it. And like, yeah. it was her hair. <laughs> she was like, don't touch my hair. Yeah. It belongs to me. Right. I care for it basically. Yeah. And so for us, when I think we started to notice little things about yeah. why she was that way. And it was mm. like, my grandma was that way, yeah. you know? Yeah. And she's that way because the women on my mom's side of the family, usually as children, have really long, really thick, really nice, good, quote unquote, hair. Mm-hmm. However, around mid 30s, they start, the hair starts thinning and they start balding. Mm. And so that was around the time my mom's hair started thinning and she went from having good hair her whole life to being a bald-headed Betty Mm -hmm. and she was not here for it (laughs) like that was not the look she was going for yeah because she went through her own struggles in college of never having to relax her hair before and then leaving her relaxer on for an hour and burning all her hair out in college Yes, and so she just really always stressed yeah. taking care of your hair and your hair being yeah. like so it's just always so important. I remember my dad cried the first time my mom like cut our hair mm. because she took us to get a trim, and the person nobody knows what trim much. is. They don't know what a trim is. They cut seven inches off my hair. Oh my! And my dad cried, and so both my parents are yeah. so wrapped up in the hair yeah. thing, and so. I think for me, going natural was so liberating for me because it was my hair yeah. for the first time, mm. you know? And yeah. so I was able to care. For, and I went through my through my struggles of trying to grow my hair out. And I finally grew it out. And Clara became a bald-headed Betty. And I'm like, oh. She looks cute. She looks cute. Maybe I should cut my hair. Mistake. We're not the same person. We do not have the same head shape or size. Mm-hmm. And I did not pick a good haircut. Mm-hmm. It was, who I had an asymmetrical, yeah. curly, fro situation. It was bad. Don't ask me to explain. It was bad. Yeah. But I think it was because, <laughs> as you all have known, that Yana and I did everything together. So when I was going to get my haircut, 
she would be with me. And so she was like, well, if I'm sitting here, I might as well be doing something. And I was like, yeah, do it. But also I didn't want to go by myself because that guy was... A creep. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, he was giving me $10 haircut. So I was like, I mean, as long Can't as beat he, that. Right. I'm like, as long as he's not being so inappropriate, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. As long as my friend's with me. Mm-hmm. And so that's when she cut her hair off. But I am going to say I'm going to toot my little, own little horn because I think when I cut my hair off. Oh, you look great. I looked great. And I feel like across our campus, that sparked a few different people to go on and cut their little hair off. Because they were like, clear hair looks really good. But don't do that, people. I'm telling you because you think mm-hmm. that you're going to have that person's hair. Mm-hmm. And then you cut it off. And, and you that. don't. You have your hair. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out what your hair's going to look like and still love it anyway. Because Ayana and I have different curl patterns. Mm-hmm. And... If I'm going to use the same products or do the same things to look like hers, and it's not, and it's it's a whole thing. We learned that real quick. Yes, we learned so that you have real to, quick. It's your own personal journey, mm-hmm. and you get on the internets and you be looking at these videos of people's hair you want it to look like, mm-hmm. and it don't work. No. And so what happened for me is like we find I don't know we're always doing stuff together, and we yeah. were going through our natural hair journeys at the same time, yeah. and so. We had to find YouTubers and folks who had our curl pattern and stop looking for people whose hair we liked, you know, and start looking for people who have similar curl patterns as us and seeing what products do they use, what methods do they use, how do they, what direction do they twist their hair? Because I had never, I never was taught how to take care of natural hair. And so those first few years were Were a a struggle. struggle. Because we both don't know how to like plait or braid and so... I was like struggling. I don't know. I can't just throw my hair up in a bud. No, okay, because that's all I used to do. So mm-hmm. I'm lost. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm supposed to do. I can't just run a flat iron through it and wrap it up every night. No, nope. no, oh, okay. okay. And then what made it even worse to not even be this person, but like on the internet and different social medias, they glor glorify that loose curl pattern with the people that have the fair skin. It's still a separation. So Mm -hmm. it's even more challenging to find somebody that had hair like ours because Mm -hmm. it's not... It's not that, you know, I I got the real cute, real long, down to my booty crack curl. No, no. the truth about natural hair is you got a couple different textures up in there. Yes. And you might have a 3C on one side and a 4A on another side and a really kinky section that's like a 4B, 4C. (laughs) Like, you got some, you got, you might even have a 3B up in there. Like. I my hair's not a consistent curl yeah, pattern and I recognize that yeah. there's one side of my hair that's stressed out for no reason it has <laughs> no reason to do me the way that it does to be um, as disrespectful yes. as it is but that, it is yes and so for us that which I'm glad that I was able to kind of go through that journey with Yana and a few different people that we actually know we kind of jumped on that pattern my sister um, she cut her hair off before mine, actually. I think she, she was rocking her little TWA. And she was cute. She was mm-hmm. cute with it. She hated it. But I thought she was cute. And her um, her curls came back in with force, honey. They be popping. They were cute. She was cute with her little cutie self. So shout out mm-hmm. to my sister. Yes. Um, Did the best twist out I've ever had. Yes. I've not had a twist out look that good since. She does great hair. Having out here buying these products. Yes. <laughs> and even my other sister, she now has a, a TWA. And it's cute on her. So we just, we've all kind of 
adapted from each other and really kind of jumped into this journey that these chemicals and whatever the whatever is in them is not good it's not good for your i mean it's to each his own us. yes it's not you good for us yeah to each his own it may be good for some other people um but it just wasn't good for my hair and I just knew what I wanted to do and I just feel like the versatility that I'm able to have with having natural hair is that like if I want to wear it straight every day I can do that if I don't if I want a little curl I could do that but when you have a relaxer in is that it's just straight Mm -hmm. and that's your option Mm -hmm. and you got to figure out how to do that and I feel like I'm still trying to get thickness back in my hair because when I was young I had a a very thick hair Um, my mom always talks about like it was very hard to detangle my hair which it's still hard to detangle my like I can detangle it and then it's just already back together so I have a big problem with that now but um I don't I've lost the thickness of my hair and I really think that has to do with the the relaxers because if you keep it on there a little bit too long honey you had them little patches and (laughs) them little patches on your scalp and them they would hurt so much hurt so bad and I remember one time I was in band class and this girl was like it smells like chlorine in here and I was like that's my hair (laughs) I just got a relaxer and then you know when you just get that relaxer it got that chemical smell smell. Mm -hmm. and I was like no that's that's me she was like no it can't be you I was like it's me (laughs) I know for a fact that's my head right now it's wild because I just remember like just being in high school and like when I had that little Rihanna bob Mm -hmm. and these kids that sat behind me in French I just remember this conversation so vividly because I was just so like I just was so taken aback Mm -hmm. that they had the audacity to be asking me questions yeah and so I turned around (laughs) like y'all just have to know me I don't like being questioned um and so I turned around because they kept like calling me and I'm like what they're like are you mixed no Mm -hmm. they're like are you sure i'm sure i know who my parents are (laughs) right (laughs) they're like oh your hair i'm like we can tell i'm like you can't tell anything Mm -hmm. but okay i hate that too i i get that question a lot and even like what i mentioned earlier when i had um native american supposedly in our family if you have any type of length or something to your hair that is a question that you get asked that like Mm -hmm. just being pure african-american you just can't have good hair it's not yeah you can't be black mixed with black (laughs) and more black and still have good hair good hair again quote unquote and i would like to say i feel like good hair is hair that you take care of correct it's healthy hair it's healthy hair if you got a bald head that's good hair because that's you want to do that that's good hair if you have short hair that when it's all good as long as you take care of it and do what it needs it's good hair Mm -hmm. i think the trick is just finding what does your hair need yes because and not even to get into you know porosity and those sorts of things but like there's so many things that go into making up the molecule that is like a hair yeah so you need to learn like what does your hair need Mm -hmm. do you need more oil do you need water-based products do you need a creamy product Mm -hmm. like you need to learn what your hair needs and i think for me what i learned is like my skin and my scalp are very 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 sensitive Mm -hmm. i can't have a lot of heavy things i mean i need things with slip i need things that are light I don't need 50 different products. I need like three or four. Mm -hmm. 
and that's it. Yeah. Like, I can't be putting a bunch of different stuff in my hair. I can't have a lot of fragrance. That's just it. And I'm the total opposite. My hair likes butters very... Mm-hmm. I need thick. I don't. I still don't need a lot of product, but I need thick. So I mm-hmm. need, like, butter, um, like, shea butters or very thick leave-in conditioners. Like, I, I, that's what I need to get, get in there. And so I think, like we said early on, when Ayana and I, we would buy the same products and something would work great for her hair. And my hair was like, girl, what, what is this? Get mm-hmm. this out. And vice versa. <laughs> you would get this stuff. And I'm, I'm like, like okay, let so me nice. try that. She's like, oh, this is great. Try it. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> I look like a dusty. <laughs> Yeah, so we finally figured that out. Um, I would say maybe senior year of mm-hmm. of uh, college, we were like, okay, so what works for yours is not going to work for mine, but both of our hair are doing things great separately. Mm-hmm. And then now trying to navigate in a professional atmosphere, a professional world with this natural hair. And it's like... How do we do this? It's nothing that we ever had to think about before. These are not things they teach you. Yeah. In 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 undergrad or grad school or just in your home, really. Yeah. Because my mom always had, like, socially acceptable hair. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, so there, it wasn't a question mm-hmm. then because... There wasn't this, you know, whole natural hair yeah. reclaiming of ourselves movement yeah. that we're having now. There was still this assimilation yeah. that was happening within our community and yeah. trying to fit in and not stand out. And yeah. let's just keep our jobs, yeah. you know. And now it's like every time I come to work with a new hairstyle, people got something to say. I don't need and and I don't need a comment every time I come in with a new protective style. Yeah. And it's like and so it, it puts you into this pattern of like really critiquing everything that you're going to do to your hair you're like is this going to be too much are they going to have something to yeah. say about this and like does this look okay and I mean I work on a college campus and so I interact with a lot of students parents other professionals mm-hmm. and it's just how much of myself do I really want to be and like if I decide I want to have a lazy day and do a high puff or a bun it's not going to be looked at the same way as if one of my white presenting co-workers does that. If they decide they want to do a messy bun that day, no it's problem. <laughs> it's cute, right? If I decide to do a messy bun that day, I got people asking me, am I okay? <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. like you've had, the, you've had that, you know, yeah. you go into work and they're like, are you all right today? Mm-hmm. I'm, why, why do you ask? Mm-hmm. Oh, you just don't look like yourself because I have a bun and I didn't wear makeup today. Yeah. Okay. Which I work on a college campus as well, but I don't work as closely with students. So I'm more of on the administrative side. So I have to really think about it a lot more because in the building that I work in, um, we they call it the big wigs. We work with the big wigs. So it's like the dean of medical admissions and like the president and all these different things. So it's like when I wash my hair and I don't feel like taking my twist out out and I come in looking like Felicia <laughs> from Friday. But I mean, I'm like, this is what I look like. I have... I don't care. But then I'm like, ah, well, I don't know. If I run across the president of the university, she's going to be like, who is this employed in my building that I got in here? Yeah. And and I work with uh, medical doctors as well. And one of our medical doctors, she is a, um, she's black. And um, she, uh, she was about to go for residency interviews and she was about to lock her hair and she was about to go on her lock journey. And she was like, if I get these locks, am I going to get a job? 
And I don't think that anybody has to sit and think about stuff like that. Yeah, but we do. But we have to. And it's just hair. It's hair that grows out of my head. And we have whole laws created to discrimination against us for hairstyles. You know, like, why we got to create laws to tell you to mind your business? (laughs) (laughs) Like, basically. Yeah. Which is, it's like, it's something that naturally grows out of my, my head, my body, that we need to have laws passed that I can be in my own body at my job. Okay, that's, sure. That's not, and even not even like job, like the, the girls that we've seen in the news that are just going to school. Mm-hmm. That Oh, yeah. They made me change my hair in high school because I had a little like red streak in my weave. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no distracting hair colors. That's an unnatural hair color. And they made me take it out and do I had to do all black before I came back to school yeah because I had a distracting hair color but these white girls were coming to school with green hair blue hair like they were they had tiger stripes at that time that like everyone had that little back color you know under color Mm -hmm. with like little Nicki Minaj Mm -hmm. leopard print stuff on it but a black girl can't come to school with a red literally one red streak in her hair. That is crazy. I, uh, and uh, here I sit now with my golden black braids at my at my job where I hold a master's degree. Yeah. Fight me. <laughs> like I if I want to decide I'm gonna come in here with gold braids, like I'm coming in here with gold braids. Right. And I really honestly don't want to hear anything about it. But it's just like is my hair however it is is going to distract me from doing my job like, it's not it's gonna it's not gonna me having gold hair is not gonna make me less competent just like you minding my business is gonna make you more competent <laughs> oh man so hair is it shouldn't be much of a topic that it is it's, but it is it is and there's so much and i think it's important to acknowledge like there's so much behind it you know, it's more than just, it's always more than just hair. Yeah. There's these preconceived notions about who who should have what look. Yeah. You know, and who, who can wear what style, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think there's so much, like, emo- I feel like, especially for my family, like, there's so much emotion behind yeah. the hair. And and so, yeah, for me, it ha- it has been a loving and frustrating journey but I'm glad I'm here now like I I love her she she works with me and against me sometimes on the same day and we 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 just work with it yeah I know my dad's gonna be listening and the fact that I'm over here talking about I love my hair so much he has heard me cry about my hair on (laughs) numerous occasions it's not that I don't like it it's like Ayana said I have a different curl pattern in the front and it just upsets me and my homegirls looking at it. <laughs> and because it has a very loose curl pattern compared to everything else in my hair. And it's just so frustrating. And so I just keep cutting my hair myself. And then now my hair's uneven. I look dusty. <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> my friend does not look dusty. She's being dramatic. Oh, but well. her hair was uneven <laughs> until literal. her hairstylist got her together. Yes. Yeah, so she was like, please stop cutting your hair. 
But, and he would also make a comment is that when my hair was short, that he would never want me to cut my hair again. And I enjoyed my short hair and I probably would have kept it a long time if I wasn't listening to a dusty, actual dusty Mm. uh, boy at the time is that that's another thing is that I had my short hair was really cute. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And then my boyfriend at the time was like, I don't like this. Like you look like a man. And if I'm going to be with somebody, I want you to have hair. And I'm like, I do have hair. There's hair up there. You don't see that. And he <laughs> On did, the top? Right. That little, you know, I had a little, what's that called? Like a taper cut. I had a mm-hmm. taper cut. And then I literally was like bald on the on sides. The side. I had like a mohawk, if you will. But it was cute. And he did not like it. So that's when I started to grow my hair back out. So I probably had that taper cut, I wouldn't even say a year. Mm-hmm. I probably had a few months. And my hair grows fairly fast, and so I had to keep keep getting it cut fairly often, which is why I was going to the creepy man for ten dollars <laughs> if I'm gonna go get my hair cut. But Gotta get my hair cut every two weeks, then I mean, might as well get a deal and a meal because he would buy us food. So that he would. Okay, priorities. <laughs> we broke. We in college. <laughs> but I didn't keep my hair that short or short that long. And so when I started growing my hair back out, I was struggling. I was struggling because I had, you know, if I had a taper cut, my sides were bald, and then I had my hair in the middle, and my hair was uneven at that point, too, which it's still uneven, still, probably, because I just haven't let it do its thing. And so, trying to grow out your sides and your hair short and you can't cover it up, y'all, I was struggling. I was like, I look terrible <laughs> like I didn't know what to you were crying about your hair all I was the time. I was and he was over it so I just wanted to say that for my dad but I, I really enjoyed my shortcut I just hate growing my hair out and I think I really enjoyed like the journey when I first got it cut like I honest I cried when I first cut my yeah. hair because that's the first time I've ever like cut that much of my hair off however yeah. I really enjoyed like just waking up yeah it's just waking up being able to zhuzh it a little bit Mm -hmm, slap a little bit water you know because i i have that type of hair i can just throw water on it Mm -hmm. and and walk on out my day yeah and i miss being able to throw water on my hair and walk on about my day which is also interesting about natural hair it's like what you used to could do when it was short from what it's long it don't it don't do the same we're we're a whole new hair now Mm -hmm. we don't like just that water like what we don't do that and i know when i first (laughs) when i first cut my hair and i would put all that product on it and in the winter time my hair would be frozen y'all it was a little like <laughs> little icicles icicles would be on my hair so much moisture yes then i was like okay well i can't be out here getting the flu pneumonia because i want to have my hair curl all over so it was it was an eventful time but mm-hmm. i wouldn't trade it for the world because it definitely um let me fall in love with myself more than i needed to because i was definitely um, insecure about a lot of different things in my life and I guess really thinking about it probably having hair was kind of one security blanket that I had and I'm mm-hmm. like well I have all these other issues but people like to comment on my hair so at least I have that I got that going for me I got so that love that for me yeah and then when I didn't have that and I was like oh well mm-hmm. what I don't yeah I don't know what to do and so I really had to find things within myself and my inner self that I loved about me, and then I was mm. able to put that to the forefront. And people were like, Claire is more than her hair. Like, I am not my hair, India Ari. She said it best. I'm mm. not. I do more things. And so I was able to kind of like put those things to the forefront. Like, I read, 
Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just a wonderful human being, and you should get to know me past my nappy hair. Correct. And um, I yeah. think in general we should just stop commenting on people's appearances. Yeah. Like, mind mind your own appearance and yes. stop commenting on other people's for good yeah. or for bad. Yeah. And just like stop doing it. Yeah. But I think it's just as a society like we just mm-hmm. feel the need to say something and you don't and you don't have to you just just sit in the silence it's hard it's hard for me even like when there's silence i'm like the weather's nice like <laughs> I feel like, like i feel like i have to over here seizing ready to say something i feel like i have to say something and commenting on somebody's appearance is easy especially when somebody walks in the office and you're like oh did you get a haircut over the weekend? Or it's the first thing to say. And then especially with, though when there's somebody of color comes in, and you're like, ah, wow. Notice something different about you today. Yeah, did you, how long did that take? And it's like, you don't have to. Yeah, we don't have to do this. No. no. Just let me go in my, I'm not a morning person anyway. Don't <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows. <laughs> that first hour, Mm-mm. just leave me. Just let me be. I'll I'm I will talk to you when I'm ready. But yeah, I think that's pretty much like yeah, that's been the journey. Yeah. We we came from started from the bad end. Baby. Been through all the struggles with yes. the hair. But I think what I really enjoy about where we are now is that even if we don't always like our hair like we were we respect the hair. Yes. You know? Yes. We respect what she can do for us yes. when properly cared for. Yes. And so... And we love it at every stage. And it's yeah. like, if I do this twist out, if I do this and it's not cute, okay, well, okay. I know I can well, put it in a bun and we correct. try again. Correct. But I still I still love her at that because I know that she does work with me where she wants to work with me. I just didn't give you everything you needed. Okay, we're going to try again. Right. Noted. Okay. Right. Something was off today. But and that's okay. here we are. Yeah. We're okay. Like, even, like, right now, I currently have braids. They're in a protective style. I've had, This is the beginning of week eight, and I'm ready to cut them out because my <laughs> scalp is like, girl, mm-hmm. this is the first time you've had braid in two, braids in two years. <laughs> Take them out. Um, so, I'm taking them out. Yeah. I'm listening to my body. I'm taking them down. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I think it's just, all in all, it's just loving who you are and what you are in a natural state. And if you feel like you need a relaxer, if you feel like you want some color, if you feel like you want a weave, that's your business and you're able to do that. But I think at the end of the day, you need to love who you are without all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just what it comes to be mm-hmm. is that in my natural state, I'm cute, but I am still entitled and I'm still able to do these things and still love myself. Because in the words of Tab, because that's my business. That is my business. All right, Tab with the crown. Listen. But all right, I think that's all that we have in this episode today, but we are going to highlight another black business. And this week I'm talking about a, um, it's, it's a black owned business. It's called Shea Radiance. You can find them at SheaRadiance.com and that's S-H-E-A Radiance, R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E.com. And they have different things, but the first thing that I bought from them was a Shea Butter and we getting into that ashy season. It's getting mm-hmm. cold. Don't get caught. Don't get caught out here being ashy. Nobody Listen. wants that. I don't want that for you. 
And so she will tell you. I will tell you. Now <laughs> I I'm gonna tell them myself because I I love to be nice and moisturized. But these few past few months, mm. I haven't been able to reach down all the way to my ankles. I, I they be do be a little ashy out here. You might catch me, but just know the rest of my body's moisturized. Just not not them <laughs> ankles. I can't bend all the way over. But I tried their whip shea butter with collodial oatmeal, and that helps those. Uh, people that have um, eczema, because I do have eczema, I suffer with that um, on different parts of my body, but mainly my face. And so I was looking for something to kind of calm that. And I wanted not, I didn't want to keep using these over-the-counter like drugs. I wanted to find something that was natural. And I was like, let me get a shea butter just, just to put it all over my skin. And so I got the one, uh, it has lavender in it. And mm. I tried to not put... Um, scented items on my face but I was like I'm gonna try it out anyway and it worked very well and I wasn't ashy I smelled good and it it since it's whipped it goes on a little bit better than the raw but they do have raw on their website as well raw shea butter if you want to use that but they have a few different things on there you should definitely check it out um, again it's SheaRadiance.com and it looks like they have like body wash African black soap body wash on here um, they have the raw shea butter like these uh, washcloths that exfoliate your skin at the same time Ooh. as washing them which i have one of these two which she is to make me go spend some money listen yeah. <laughs> and it's fairly decently priced items and i think you should support because listen again we don't want you to be ashy out here because if you are it's gonna upset me and my home girl and listen we're not here for the ash. we're not here for the ash so gone and show shea radiance some love if you do, let them know that the other day the podcast sent you over there. And I hope that you enjoyed those items. And if you do like them, leave a review if you feel compelled to. Thank you for joining us on this natural here journey. Claire J. and Yana Monet are signing off for the night. Um, if you need us or you just feel the need to just send us a little message of encouragement or tell us about your natural hair journey, you can do that and leave us a voicemail on Anchor. The link will be in the description below. You can follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, and we are on Twitter. Um, our Twitter is the only one that differs and it is the other day one. Um, and you can find us at the other day, the podcast, everywhere else. Yep. But again, thank you so much for coming on this journey with us as being podcasters. We love it. And I think that's all that we have. Oh, I guess we should end the podcast as we always do. Just please remember that you are somebody because God, the power, higher power, universe, don't make no mess. Don't make no mess. All right. See you next time. Bye, y'all.